welcome to XOXO Amanda and Becky talk about Gossip Girl. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. Today we're talking about season six, episode eight. I don't know what it's called. This is probably, this might be the best episode title we've ever had. It's really complicated. It's really complicated. <laughs> Remember, it's complicated. <laughs> But yes, the Nancy Myers. <laughs> yeah, which I've never seen. Um, it was directed by John Stevens and Jake Coburn. Great. It's really um, this episode <clears throat> was <sighs> tough. It was tough. They're all tough. I liked it. I thought this episode was good. <laughs> I here's okay. It was very soap opera. It was very soap opera. Here's the thing about Gossip Girl, which I think is a good thing and a bad thing. On any other show where I even was neutral about the characters, the way that they treat each other would make me, it would make it impossible for me to watch the show. Like yeah. they are so horrible to each other and so. Terrible things are happening to them constantly. But on this show, because I hate everyone, I hate every character. Yeah. I don't care if bad things happen to them. It's interesting. Well, we do see a huge, I mean, I don't know. My, I guess Blair does some problematic stuff. I mean, Dan really goes into you mode i would say in this yes. episode. like he really yes. is prepared is for full, the role of a lifetime dan is going full sociopath yeah he's really lost his mind and it's the motivation is so confusing yes. and the like, motivation huh? is the motivation is completely inscrutable <laughs> yeah it's like really hard to to parse um also it looks in, increasingly sickly yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I can see he's becoming very like gaunt. Yeah, like muscly, but in like an upsetting way. Yeah, yeah. He's like too... the machinist or something. Remember that movie? Yes. I mean, I didn't see the machinist. Is that how either, it's pronounced? I... The machinist. Oh. Okay. I think I've seen that movie. That's with Christian Bale, no? Yeah. Yeah. Or that movie Hunger. <laughs> That's about like. I don't know that, that one. I, like about like Ireland or something. It's really there's just a lot of wild stuff happening in this episode. There were a lot of moments that were some of the things that Blair wore in this episode. Oh one my thing god, Blair she wore just in wore, particular. She wore one thing. Oh. <laughs> Okay, can we just talk about Blair's too? Because she she does such an odd thing where she starts off the episode wearing the ugliest, like the ugliest suit from Ann Taylor Loft you've ever. It's so ugly. It's like it the, it is. Oh God, it's, it's an interesting suit. It somehow doesn't look. Right? It looks very... I mean, this is peak 2014. It looks like something from, like, the a reject outfit from Project Runway. It like, looks like something... It looks like something that... It, it feels peak Pinterest to me. Oh, but not. It's awful. Like, it's but, like a... Yeah. 
it's like a light gray tweed wide leg pant, but like not that, like kind of just like, huh? Like, what if we made it a little wide? Like, but not too wide. And then the most confusing blazer with, like, I want to say, like, cobalt blue, like, inserts or, or, like, I think it's just, I think it's black. There's black Or is that a shirt? And there's black, there's, she also has a sort of a purple shirt with, like, a big, like, a floral print and, like, a a brooch. Isn't she wearing a brooch? She does have a brooch. She has a floral brooch it's a really it See, also doesn't look awful. like it fits her quite right no it's it tough. looks terrible it kind of looks like the at one point she turns around and you're like is the jacket like caught in like her underwear like it just like looks very odd and then she chooses an ensemble that is meant for seduction that is well before we even get to that i just want to note i want before we get there because we will have to talk about that i just want to note also she wears like a a coat a very pale oh the coat is awful with like a very light like brocade oh that's very it's it's like like silky dusty yeah it's dusty dusty yeah yeah it's it's not a good it's like it's a not fade. A good look. It's like if you put your couch like in the sun for like fifty years. Yeah, and but just it like, also then like, took that fabric. It doesn't go with anything else she's no, wearing. No, it's either. so odd. It's so it looks horrible. Really, a strange oh, choice. God. It's like maybe the worst outfit. She, I mean, besides the other outfit that she wears, but like. So okay, let's talk about. So, all right. By the way, Where? it's also Thanksgiving, and I would just it's like to say the amount episode. of activity that these characters are doing, on, on including on doing full grocery shopping. On the day of Thanksgiving. So, Blair goes, Blair has been banned from the Empire by Chuck. And then, but she makes it in by telling the doorman that she is a stripper. And he lets her in. And then she's like, obviously, I'd make a very good strip or something. And it's like, no, you she, wouldn't. She is wearing the most Coachella-ass stripper costume, cultural appropriation-ass outfit. She's dressed. Take a crack. She's, she's, she's dressed like she's wearing a Pocahontas costume. She's she's an Indian princess. In an Indian but, princess. But she's wearing like. And it's oh so funny because she's like, I need like, what did she say? Like basically, like I don't want to even, I don't even want to repeat. But she basically is like referencing some like piece of Native American like excess or like item or something. And then she's like, also a push-up bra. And then you can't even see her, but like she's not wearing a push-up bra. She's dressed like, even though she's in lingerie with like little like leather and beaded like accoutrement she's like in an extremely conservative still like you can't see anything i will say i think she looked apart from if she was just wearing regular lingerie i'd be like she looks great but she's wearing like a fucking like headdress like it's she's but it's like it looks like it's not even like it's not even like good cultural appropriation it looks like she took like feathers from like a child's crafts thing and like put them in a headband (laughs) 
It's, I was just really. It's like, really a shock. It's a shock to the system when you're like. Real, some real choices were made here. This is one of those things that it's like. This is one of those things where you would, they would never have put this. If they made this show today. I mean, we know you couldn't put that in they'd they'd like if this were in syndication they'd have to cut that part of the episode out it's kind of interesting i feel like i haven't heard anything about that like i had i did not know that this happened um this was insane this is really a shock a shock to the system um and yeah, and then I think ch- that's kind of the turning point for Chuck where he's kind of like, okay, I guess I'll like, because he's very depressed because he can't quite crack the code of how to um, prove that Bart has indeed uh, traded oil or whatever, which then turns out he's like probably murdering people. Yeah, I feel like that's the bigger. Yes, they of really, course. They really telegraphed that, especially at the beginning of the episode. Lily was like, but you never hurt anybody, right? And I was like, oh, obviously he's hurt somebody. Yeah. I'm just was... seeing if I can find, I'm just looking for like a photo. On, oh, I found one. Um, oh my God. It's so fucking crazy. Like, look at her. This is very dark, but like, yeah, she it's looks unhinged. awful. She also just, just looks really... bad. Um, no, it's, it's, and it is funny, like, I feel like there's this whole, I mean, granted, have we even recorded, no, we did record since the new Gossip Girl was canceled. Yeah. Because then there's this whole, like, I think there's this whole, like, conversation on the internet, and I don't know how strong this conversation, but I feel like there's, like, oh, this is so bad. It's nothing like the old Gossip Girl, which was, like, the best show ever. Like, we miss Blair and Serena. And it's, like, um, I don't think anyone has actually gone back and rewatched the show since it aired, because I think if anyone did, they would be horrified. (laughs) Has not aged well, to say the least. Um, but, okay, so, I, and again, I know that we've said this before, but Chuck's insist- insistence on not being with Blair because he can't, like, quote unquote, like, destroy his body. It's, like, the most deranged, like... This, yes, he, as we talked about, I think we talked about this last, last time we recorded, he has obsessive compulsive disorder. He like, has that. There's a he, mental illness thing happening Or, here. like, there's, like, some, like, weird masculinity thing where he's, like, I can't be the one who's not successful or something, and, like, I can't let my part, my female partner be more successful than I am or something. Like, I don't, that's a very generous read, but, um... Yeah, it's horrifying. I mean, it's like we, I think it's it's an insidious example of toxic masculinity. He's no longer raping people, but he is doing um, some other quite, still emotionally and psychologically very abusive, um, even though we're supposed to feel bad for him. Um <laughs> So basically what happens though is the episode is on Thanksgiving and Bart and Lily are going to the Caribbean or whatever for 
the day. And this, I guess, the episode starts the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It must. Or does do they book a flight to Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving? Like, or I guess do no, they, they probably I have think a they were plane. No, I think they were planning to go and their flight got canceled or they couldn't fly in and they found that out on Thanksgiving. Okay. But I feel like the episode starts like maybe the day before. And there's like no commu- there's like no communication of like, oh yeah, we're going out of the country like tomorrow or like later. <laughs> like it's so odd. <laughs> um and we have basically an ensemble episode here where Serena wants her first sort of act as like part of a couple with Dan to be hosting Thanksgiving dinner with literally every single person that they know, except for poor Eric, um, who is presumably in like Switzerland or something. Um, so it's so crazy that you're never like, oh, Lily's in Switzerland visiting Eric. Like, <laughs> He's just, or wherever, he, he's like somewhere weird. Anyway, I feel like he's that's in neither like here nor there. New York or he might something. be. He might be. He's not, he's within reach, and yet we never see him. I think he's him. like at like Sarah Lawrence in that like sex cult. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which so, I have a lot of thoughts on, by the way. <laughs> the Sarah Lawrence sex cult? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. It was so close. Like, so they're almost my age. So I guess they're like your age. Well, they're a little bit younger than you. Did you watch any of it? It's horrifying. Oh my God, it's horrifying. And it's so fascinating because the way that it's filmed, they film it like up until, and like, I guess right after he's sentenced and you see like the two holdouts because there's, like, two girls that are still, like, on his side until, like, the very end. And then you see them, like, switch. And it's cra- it's crazy. It's crazy watching someone going from being completely brainwashed to being like, huh, maybe I'm being brain... Like, it's, it's fascinating. This is how it was with me and Pedro Pascal. <laughs> exactly. It all comes back. So this is... An, yes, it is an ensemble episode. And we have... Rufus, who is, I don't know if you caught this when he said Lisa, did he, did you catch who he was going to hang out with on Thanksgiving? Was it Lisa Loeb? It was Lisa Loeb. So. Good for him, man. (laughs) For some reason, this is just like thrown in at the end and it's like, what? Like, did we know that he like knew, like maybe this was referenced. We did know. I feel like Lisa Loeb has been on the show. Was she on it? She must've been, but it's like. Like, why would you remember? Like, I remember, I guess I do remember Lisa Loeb more than I remember, like, Vanessa. Um, <laughs> like, what happened to Vanessa? Did Vanessa get, like, eaten by a lion or something? Like, what happened to her? Where Didn't she go to, like... She she also went away. I don't know, like, <laughs> where... She went somewhere. Um, but... Never forget that she was on an episode of The Return of Twin Peaks. So scary. I think that she may have been Rufus's girlfriend on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Who? Lisa Loeb? Lisa Loeb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, she might be his girlfriend again. Anyway, so... Sorry. Sorry to spoil anything. Yeah, for the next two episodes. Um... 
So, so close, Becky. I know. I have to record. I have to upload upload like five episodes, but that's fine. So <laughs> everyone's. I'm gonna up. I might just like upload all, of all them at once. once. Do it all at once. Um, or I could edit them into one like nine hour. <laughs> oh um, I'm not gonna do that because I don't know how to. <laughs> anyway, so. Actually, yes, I do. But that would I'm be not very gonna... easy to do. I'm not going to do that because that would be. It would take horrible. forever to render or whatever. Yeah, it would be. Uh, that sounds like no. That's yeah, that's horrifying. So, um, they're inviting everyone over to the apartment because Lily and Bart are going to be out of town, and everyone hates Lily and Bart. So it's going to be Serena, Dan. Chuck, Blair, Nate, Nate. and then then... it, it grows because Blair does not want Serena to be with Dan. She does not trust Dan. So she's like, well, the way that I can get her out of this relationship is that if we've reintroduced Steven, um, and we like, so she basically is like Sage, if you want to date Nate, I need you to help me get Serena and your dad back together. So then there's like this whole cockamamie plan and they end up bumping into each other. Very you've got mail, except Meg Ryan and that hunches down and pushes her cart um past in Zabar's. Um and they there's like, oh we're gonna eat a chicken for thing. And I'm like, why are you picking up your meal? Like doesn't a turkey take like five hours to cook? Like why are they at the grocery store at like two PM? <laughs> yeah, they're logistically problems with everybody's Thanksgiving plans. So Basically, Serena ends up inviting Stephen and Sage to dinner. Yes. And then Lily and Bart, they flight they can't go to wherever they were going because there was bad weather. Yes. So the whole gang and is there. Blair was supposed to go to Paris also, which it's yes. like what? Like it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so Blair, so everyone is there, and it's like, I would be so uncomfortable. And I feel like this dinner was, like, not formal. Like, it didn't really make sense. Like, it's like the fact that it was a buffet seemed a little odd for, like, these, I don't know, do wasps like buffets? I don't know. Felt a little, like, informal to me for Lillian Bart. But they weren't, I mean, they weren't planning to go. But it was like they had floral arrangements done. Like, they spent some money on this. I also was confused why Dorota's children weren't. They were like, oh, the children are in, like, They were in Minsk, yeah. And it's like, why didn't Dorota go? Because she had to do things for Blair. That's, that's, I hope Dorota kills Blair. That does not happen, unfortunately. <laughs> this show just ends and Dorota fucking blows up the apartment. Oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. 
Does Poland um, have extradition, have an extradition ag- agreement with the United States? I'm sure they do. <laughs> oh, God. So, basically, there's, like, oh, also, like, this whole thing with Nate, like, being, like, blackmailed by Rufus because he, like, not Rufus, cooked his... Oh, sorry, Bart. not Rufus, Bart, because whatever. Because they're all interchangeable <laughs> because he cooked his books or whatever. I'm like, why is Nate... Why isn't Nate is like so sad, and then it's like the seventeen year old girl is like make out with me, and he's like I'm gonna go to federal prison just like my dad. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but that's like the vibe that we're that's getting. The, yeah, that's the undercurrent, the subtext for sure. Oh my god. And then what happens next? I don't know. I don't know. We're we're like in a chaotic moment here, so. All right. The central, so they're basically, just to recap, two things going on. One, Serena is trying to cement her relationship with Dan. Yes. Dan, meanwhile, is about to publish his chapter about Serena. And we don't know if it's going to be a positive chapter or a negative chapter. But it's also, oh my God, I know that I'm getting ahead of myself, but when he's like, this is my plan all along. And it's like, no, it wasn't like 10 minutes ago. You had a chapter where you were like in love with her. Like, I know, I know you see him like internally debating. So, so that's one thing going on. And then we have the Bart stuff where basically Chuck is trying to prove that Bart has had two people who knew about his illegal oil dealings murdered. Um, one of them was one of them um, fell off a yacht, and the other one, his car blew up. <laughs> like Very um, subtle. S- what is it, Siriano, or is it yeah, Michael Clayton? Yeah. Either, <laughs> both. <laughs> definitely. I mean, the car definitely blows up in Michael Clayton, but. A great movie. If you have seen Michael Clayton, Clayton. oh my god, it's so good. Should I rewatch Syriana or is it problematic? I don't know that it's problematic. There are parts of it that are like very graphic. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. Um, yeah, it's an interesting movie. Um, what was that movie with when Ben Affleck played like? Wasn't there a Ben Affleck-directed movie where he, like, played a brown person? He played a brown person. Hold on. Ben Affleck-directed movies. Argo. Or does he just play a white person? No, 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 no. He's not. I think he's supposed to be, like, Iranian or something. But he's definitely, I mean... Or no, 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 no. He's supposed to be Hispanic. He's like, he's Latino. He's supposed to be Latino in that movie. Ben Affleck is not Latino, but he did spend a lot of his childhood in Mexico. Mexico. He speaks, he speaks fluent Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. We, I think, did we both learn that from Who Weekly? Possibly. I feel like I saw a bunch of videos about it. I've seen, I've seen him in it. He loves speaking in Spanish. He loves well, that's to what they, an interview and be like, oh, I know how to do that. that that's what they <laughs> talked about when he was in his Ana de Armas era, because sure. he would always, yeah. And now he's and, Jennifer Lopez again. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer um, Lopez, I, I may have said this on this podcast before, but I love listening to the playlist This is Pitbull on Spotify, and there are a number of Jennifer Lopez songs that Pitbull is, like, featured on. Featured or that, on. 
yeah. or that feature their Pitbull songs that feature Jennifer Lopez. And I, I don't know that I would have described Jennifer Lopez before the experience of listening to these songs as like a serious person, but like, it is remarkable how unserious her music is. Like it is remarkably unserious. Is is her Spanish, like is her music that's in Spanish, like potentially more serious and her English language stuff is worse. It's possible. Waiting for tonight. Well, but that's not even waiting for tonight, whatever. Like standard normal pop song. Like is it a good pop song? Yes. Maybe, maybe not. But like (laughs) what I'm talking about, she has a song. I think I played this for you at Christmas. The song is called it's either called B or Big Booty. And it's just the thesis of the song is a a woman has a big booty and she likes to go dancing. And that's (laughs) That's what the song is. And I'm like, how I know that like a thing about Jennifer Lopez is like, she has a big butt. And like, that's something that like, she's famous for. But also it's like, what an insane thing to write a song about. You know what? I think good for Jennifer. Jennifer Lopez has really turned quite an impressive career for being so like mediocre at all Uh. her talents. (laughs) I mean, I think she's probably a good dancer. I think she's like a good performer. Again, her acting is... Hmm. Original. And her singing is hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? God bless her. Um I love that she remember when she made those jeans, those million dollar jeans, because the button was a diamond. <laughs> My God. We don't talk about that enough. That was great. And now she has like a successful like in Sephora. Like she had like those like that like cheapo like uh, perfume and stuff. And now she like has like fancy stuff in Sephora, like good for her. Um, you know what? Respect, respect. She grew up, she's from the Bronx. She went on this, she went on the six. I have no problem. Just think that like my opinion of her and again, not in a bad way, but it just changed a lot when I started listening to so much music. Sure. I was disappointed that we didn't run into Pitbull when we were in Miami. (laughs) Absolutely. He's a robot. (laughs) He's the best. Um, So. (laughs) Anyway, where were we? (laughs) So we were talking about? We were talking about cars exploding and then Michael Clayton and then (laughs) Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Okay. So, um. So Bart clearly is responsible for the deaths of these two people because, of course, he is. There was a very, I thought, a very funny line where Nate was telling Blair that this guy had had died. And he was like, I, I have to tell you what happened. Like, Bruce Callahan died. And Blair goes, oh, no, his dentist? <laughs> He's that like, was... no, that's, that's Brett Callahan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually, I that was great. Sometimes Leighton Meester has good comedic timing for yeah. all of the... They did of, not give her good material to work with, but, but like, occasionally she has she really, her moments. She's she's quite funny when she, when, when the stars align. Um, so basically during this Thanksgiving dinner, Nate and Sage go up to Bart's office to try and like break into his I don't know his documents or something to try and find evidence of like 
I don't know. I don't know if this is even like time wise what happens in the episode, but basically they're all like teaming up and they kind of, I think Blair like kind of is like, oh my gosh, did you hear about Bruce Callahan to Lily? And she's like, oh no, what happened? It's like, oh, well, he died. He, you know, he fell off Bart's yacht. So weird. No one went in to try and rescue him. It's so strange. And so then Lily is kind of like, what? Like, kind of like her ears perk up a little bit. And she's kind of like, oh, this is a little sus. And then like, in like five seconds, she's like, oh my God. Like, uh, what's his name? What the hell is this? Chuck. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> and she's like, Chuck, I'm so sorry. And then Bart comes and he's like, sorry for what? And she's like, for not like telling you to go away or something. Like she like deflects and then Chuck is like, oh my God, she doesn't like believe us or whatever. Um, And then they all get a Gossip Girl blast or something about... Dan publishing a story. He published the, like, scathing story about Serena, which, like, doesn't even make sense. It's like, it's like, well, this is what you guys all do to each other. You're, like, asshole. You're, like, say mean things about each other. So, like, I'm, why not just do the same thing? And it's like, that logic doesn't even make sense. Also, I feel like Serena really isn't that mean. Like, no, Blair well, is the mean one. Serena has definitely had her moments where it's like, this person is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, I mean, I think Blair is, like, the only, like, so, like, Nate is not mean. No, but Nate, but, like, Nate is fucking a 17-year-old. Well, yeah, I mean, but but he's I, doing like, it in I hear, advice. I hear what you're saying, but I feel like there is. But that's not what he's, he's not, like, arguing about, like, tr- like, these, like, ethical things. He's just saying, like, they're, like, assholes to each other, which, like, I, I think, like, Yes, but, like, who isn't? Like, what group of friends, like, doesn't, like... I mean, granted, I don't think... I don't know. I'm, like, I just feel like this is what teenagers do. They, like, gossip about each other. And I know that they're supposed to be in their early 20s, but they're, like, idiots. So, like, also, Dan doesn't need to be friends with them. Like, if he really hates them so much, then he can just, like, go make relationships with other fucking people. This is another... This is another situation where it's, like... Why does he want to be in with this group of of like narcissists and like because but like he is one at the end of the day like well yeah because then he like he like he does a heel turn and then he's like I'm evil <laughs> yeah interesting to think how we're going to end this season in dan marrying serena yeah it's confusing and also the news about who gossip is has yet to come out we have two episodes left yeah it's psychotic i mean like i think it's pretty like clear that it's dan but also like no one cares anymore like gossip girl is barely yeah she's irrelevant on the yeah relevant yeah 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 um so i also i love the end of the episode when when dan was typing on his typewriter (laughs) That was so weird. It was like, what? Like, why is he typing on a type? Like, is he writing like a ransom letter or something? Like, it didn't make any sense. Um, And then Lily is like, I need to go. So this is after Thanksgiving dinner. And she's like, I need to go to Miraval for a couple days to like relax. And then um, she 
turns out she she's figured out the truth and she calls Chuck and is like, um, I was wrong. Like, he's obviously murdered these people. I'm going to Miraval. And he's like, okay, well, I just like, I don't have any proof. Like, I can't, you know, there's no way to connect anything to, like, you know, we know that these two people died in mysterious ways, but we like don't know how to connect them. And she's like, well, I read the microfiches or whatever before I burn them and it's like what <laughs> like lily you're that's so not, dumb you that's can't, like not you can't evidence not be like well i looked at it and here's what i remember yeah and i'm not a detective but i'm pretty sure that's not how it works and so i was I'm like she's like i'm so frightened it really, this is where i was like this is really <laughs> getting into insane um soap opera territory where her she was reading the, and I'm like, if you were reading them, then why would you burn them? Like, wouldn't you have been able to figure out that this was, like, shady and, like, maybe it was more problematic than you wanted to admit? Like, it just doesn't... Whatever. And then Blair comes back in her suit. So it's so... Okay, here's my thing. She starts the episode in this hideous suit, and then she goes and changes into this, like, skimpy, problematic... <laughs> outfit and then goes back <laughs> to wearing the suit like she doesn't like change like the suit is like her outfit for traveling it wasn't like her like nice like it doesn't make any sense and then she shows up and they like her and chuck like clink champagne and then it's like the it's so dumb i hate it it was very dumb i also say that serena gets very mad oh, right. obviously at dan yeah. and dan leaves he like takes all his stuff he goes back to brooklyn and then <clears throat> Serena is feeling sorry for herself. She makes up with Blair. And then she's like lying in bed being sad. And she calls <coughs> she calls Steven again. And he and does he not declines answer. And he declines the call. So that was the episode. I feel like we got, we got everything. It's really complicated. It's really complicated. It's not, it's becoming less complicated, I would say. Um, I, that should have been the title of the episode. It's becoming less complicated. Um, really a lot of choices. A lot of choices. So anyway, we have two episodes to go now. That feels incredible. I know, I'm kind of devastating. I guess Amanda and I will probably never talk again once this is done. Our relationship. It was really nice getting to know her over these past, what has it been, like Six seven years? years? <laughs> and it will miss That our... is so upsetting. It's crazy. We'll certainly miss our parasocial relationships with all of you. Yeah, except I know all of you. If you're friends with Becky and you ever want to hang out, just, uh, that's fine. I'm down. I'm down. Um, but anyway... Yeah, none of my friends listen to this podcast. So <laughs> good for them. I respect them more. <laughs> um, what are your recommendations, Becky? Um, uh, well, I will recommend the the Sarah Lawrence uh, documentary three parter on Hulu. I think that's on Hulu. It's quite disturbing. <laughs> um, like, especially because he recorded like everything he did. So there's like, they will show or like play clips and you're like, Oh my God, this is horrifying. So obviously, you know, viewer discretion advised. Um, 
And I finished Deacon King Kong. I really liked it. Um, I've started about 12 books in the meantime. I'm reading this book that I think I'll finish pretty quickly, but I just haven't really gotten into the meat of it. It's about, I don't remember what it's called, but it's about this, um, uh, like, researcher getting his PhD in, like, owls, and he goes to Russia to, like, research this, like, giant owl. <laughs> It's called the fish owl and it's really crazy. I think you'll like it. So once I'm, I'll, I'll give an update once I have it finished, but it's a pretty That's quick exciting. read too. Um, and then I don't know what else have I watched anything good or anything? No, not really. I mean, you know, I will just continue to sing the praises of P Valley and that's really it. Um, I've read a bunch of books since of the last time we recorded. I just read The Marriage Portrait, which was very good. If you've okay. read, if you've read, if you like historical fiction, but not like historical fiction romance, like there's mm. there's a joke that they about historical fiction that like it's every single book is like. It's like a famous European landmark and a woman facing away from the viewer. Oh, <laughs> sure. A woman's back, famous landmark in the background. You can, like, 90% of those books, that's what those covers look like. It's not one of those. It's about um, <clears throat> one of the Medici oh. children who... Medici? What? Medici? Sure. Who um, was... How is it pronounced? Is it Medici Medici? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I don't know Italian. Probably. Um, but she was married to um, a duke who... And she died at 16. And there's some speculation that he poisoned her. Yo. Um, but it's just... It's like about... Her, it's very good. It's very hmm. good. What is it called again? The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell. Hmm. Um, I also listened to the audiobook of Heartburn by Nora Ephron. Okay, I read the first like half of that book and I could not get past. I was like, this book is really weird. <laughs> it is very weird. I didn't give it a super high rating. <coughs> Meryl Streep reads the audiobook, which is very fun. She does mm. a great job. It's a very entertaining audiobook. It's great. If you're like, I need something to listen to while I'm going for my little afternoon walk, it's like mm -hmm. a to listen to. Okay. Um, but it's like very silly and also very dated. Yeah. I I mean, when I, yeah, I think I read about half of it and I like literally, like, I was like, I just am not going to finish this book. It's, That's it's fair. as That's much fair. as I love You've Got Mail, this is not hitting it. No. Um, I read How High We Go in the Dark, which I did not care for. Um, but it's about, that's about like a plague. Mm. Um, I'm reading a lot of Anthony Horowitz, who writes mysteries, and those are mm. very fun. And I read The Bandit Queens, which was, which was okay. I liked it. I also read White Noise. Oh, Okay. Did you see um, the, I haven't seen the movie. Movie either. And I read Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead. Wow. That was good. Good title. 
Uh, and I read The Trees by per- we haven't recorded in a long time, which is why no. there are so many books. The Trees by Percival Stop Everett. showing off. This was nominated for the Booker, and it was so good. It, you would like it, I bet. Okay. The Trees. Do you have a hard copy, or you got it from the library? Got it from the library. Okay. Um, the Trees. I'm going to look that up. Anyway, that's enough books. I have been watching Narcos, which I really enjoy. It's very fun. Um, and also depressing. But, like, it's, if anything, like, a few things, a few takeaways. One of the big ones is I really want to go to Columbia because it is gorgeous. And I think you're... Have you watched that episode or those episodes of Real Housewives of New York when they go to Columbia? <laughs> I highly recommend that. They like they like go on a boat and then they all have diarrhea. <laughs> it's perfect. <great. laughs> um, but yeah, we've been watching that. We've been watching The Last of Us. You don't need me to recommend that to you. I'm sure you're aware of it. Um, yeah, great. we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch Chernobyl. Oh, which I'm excited about. Huh? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it either. Maybe we should. Maybe that will be our next recap podcast. Uh, that would be the most dramatic 180. <laughs> we just keep it all the same. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about episode three of Chernobyl. I really think the only thing that makes sense to do to if we were going to continue this podcast would be to go to you. Like, I don't see... There yeah. being, I think and I this don't podcast wanna... might die because I, I don't want to rewatch you. <laughs> I don't either. I I think that like it's coming to an end, and that's okay. And um, yeah, it's you know, all good things, all good things must come to an end, and also all bad things that we don't enjoy come to an end, which is reassuring. Yes, because so. we die. <laughs> because we die, and because we finish Gossip Girl. Yes. To the end. The 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 most unpleasant thing we will either we have such privileged lives. This is the most unpleasant thing we'll ever have to participate in. This is definitely like a thing that I don't look forward to. Not like talking. <laughs> not like t- talking to you. I love talking to you, but having to sit through these episodes is like I have spent hundreds of hours of I my just life. do other stuff while I'm just like on I do shopping. too <laughs> I do too but I have to be aware at least to some extent of what's happening for hundreds of hours we've yeah. been exposed to the show <laughs> sorry wait hundreds of hours that can't be right hundreds, hundreds. every episode we've it's there's like 42 minutes long and there are like 25 episodes per season. Okay. So we, it's maybe like 120 hours. That's how long it would take you to saw your arm off or whatever. That's 147 yeah. hours or 127 hours. An hours. Wow. Wouldn't Remember it be that? funny if that it was if the length of Gossip Girl was exactly 127 hours. <laughs> That's so poetic. I hope it is. No, How that's many? also not the length. Have you even seen that movie? No. He he's in he's waiting that he's stuck for 127 hours. It doesn't mean it takes it down that long to it he has to decide to do it. 
I think the actual it's only sawing. It's only 85.2 hours. Okay. The actual sawing of the arm probably takes an hour or two. Sure. But to be, you're trapped there for. Yeah. 127 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And he's. All right. A little known fact is he is watching Gossip Girl. (laughs) So he could have watched all of Gossip Girl. He had one of those portable, remember those portable DVD players? And he just had, he just had discs of it. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure that happened before Gossip Girl came out. 85 hours, that's two work weeks. We could have watched the whole thing in two weeks. And instead, and not done anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, I'm sorry that we went through a global pandemic. Amanda. I feel like if anything, global pandemic should have speeded up the rate at which we got through this. No, because... What else were we doing? I was, like, crying a lot. (laughs) Well, sure. I mean, but, like, we had time. I was in a toxic relationship, excuse you. Lived in North Dakota. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Also a toxic relationship. Okay, okay, I have to go well, now. <laughs> uh, me too. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. We're going to get through these next two episodes. We appreciate you. And we will we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.